Welcome to Study Abroad Stories, a podcast by the Queen's College Study Abroad Office. In this podcast, you'll hear study abroad tips and advice, as well as stories of adventure, friendship, and personal growth. Tune in to hear interviews with previous study abroad students, study abroad directors, and more. Ready to step out of your comfort zones and into the beautiful unknown? Make the world your classroom. So today I'm really excited to be interviewing Anna, who participated in a few of our programs, and she also worked at the study abroad office as a work study. She's going to be talking about her study abroad experiences. So Anna, could you please introduce yourself, tell us what your major is and where you studied? Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Hi, everyone. My name is Anna. I am a senior at Queens College, and I'm a double major in comparative literature and political science. I took part in three Queen's College slash CUNY programs, which were Australia, South Africa, and the Ibrahim Fellowship, which took me to Oman and the UAE. So exciting. So in this episode, we're going to focus on Australia, and then in the next Mm -hmm. one, we'll talk about South Africa. But why did you choose to study abroad? Because I know you're from Europe. Well, I mean, your story's a little complicated. I don't know if you want (laughs) to talk about that a little bit. So tell us a little bit about your experience of where you're from, maybe, and then we can talk about. Yeah, it's a bit complicated. Um, Yeah, so I'm actually from an island which is located in the Middle East, but also part of the European Union. It's called Cyprus. It's off the coast of Syria and Lebanon, south of Turkey and north of Egypt. Um, And I grew up there. I moved to the United States, although I was born here. I moved back here uh, after I finished high school. And I've just loved traveling since I was a kid. My first study abroad when I was 12, uh, I went to Poland. And ever since I made it a goal to travel every year somehow through some kind of educational program. Because what I think is really special about study abroad is that it's not a vacation. I mean, it kind of is sometimes. Sometimes it does feel like a vacation for sure. Um, However, what's really awesome about study abroad is that you get to experience a culture Unlike a tourist, you're experiencing a culture as a student, as someone who's studying there. You usually have a permanent address while you're there at the university. Um, And it's really an interactive experience. And it's something that is so memorable for years and years to come that, I mean, I think everyone should study abroad. It's an amazing experience and it really helps you grow as a person too. Why Australia? So Australia really intrigued me because... It's a Western country, but it's still on the complete other side of the world, uh, at least speaking from New York City. Um, And there would not really be any reason for me to go to Australia besides an experience which would bring me there. I mean, it's quite far, so I wasn't looking forward to taking, you know, 17 hour plus flight unless I was going to be there for a while, which the program I did was about a month. Um... So I think that it was a really good opportunity for me to go to a place that I wouldn't have visited otherwise. And how did you choose the length of your stay? So you did our our winter program in Australia. Why a winter and not a summer or a semester a year? So actually, um, I'm not sure how many people know this, but Australia is flipped weather-wise. So when it's winter in New York City, it's actually summer in Australia. So it made more sense for me to go during the summer of Australia, which was January, um, December, January, February. 
Yes, that's a really good point that not many people are aware of because it's in the southern hemisphere. All of their seasons are reversed. Do you have any scholarship or money tips? Because a lot of students are curious about that before they decide to study abroad. So do you have any tips for people? Um, I think the best way to put it was our former boss at the study abroad office, Mohammed Tabrani, would always use the term free money. And I always thought it was kind of funny because, I don't know, it sounds like an oxymoron, free money. It, it, it doesn't really exist, especially for college students. But it's actually true. Uh, the only thing you have to do is apply. Um, you know, working at the study abroad office, I saw a lot of people come in and say, hey, I might apply, I'm thinking of applying, but never really pulling through with it. And in a lot of cases, not many people apply to these scholarships. So the competition is not necessarily fierce. Um, sometimes it is, depends what you're applying to, but it's definitely worth putting in a few hours um, a day before your trip, preparing. Um, you usually have to pre prepare fairly in advance, like a couple months before. Um, you can definitely go to the Study Abroad website. They have awesome resources. Uh, Queen's College also offers a really great um, structure to applying to scholarships in which the QC Academic Works website where you can apply for general scholarships in college also allows you to apply to some um, study abroad scholarships. And even if the amount seems small, like $200, $500, it's really worth it to apply because that money can make a real difference in your trip and also the cost of your trip. If so even $500 will help you here and there. So definitely apply to the scholarships and make sure you have a couple of reference letters that you can keep using when you apply to each uh, scholarship. That's very true. And it's really good that you brought up reference letters because there are a mm -hmm. lot of students who don't have connections with any professors. And when it mm -hmm. comes time to get a recommendation letter, they don't have anyone that can do that. So if you're thinking about studying abroad, really start going to your professor's office hours and getting to know them and asking them questions about the class or just about life in general. You can get a lot of good insight from them. And then, like you said, it adds up. So you can even go to different departments to see, like your major department, and see if they have scholarships for that. I remember I mm -hmm. got a scholarship from the French department. It was 400 or $500, which doesn't seem like a lot, but like Anna said, it definitely adds up. And what class did you take? What was it called? And what did you do in the class? What did you learn about? So I actually took a BALA course. Now, something that I really love about the Queens College Study Abroad is that you don't necessarily have to take a class in your major um, because it can count towards elective credits, which since I was a freshman still, I needed a lot of elective credits. So it was an awesome way to fill those up. I took a BALA class, which is Business and Liberal Arts. I have no relationship to BALA, the major or minor or the program at all. So I was a bit nervous going in because, to be quite honest, full disclosure, I did take business in high school. Um, but I wasn't sure what the program was really going to be like, how, the, how business was going to be explored. But the class was called, I believe, um, Cross-Cultural Management. And it was a course that explored the differences in the ways that countries handle their business. And what was really awesome was because we were in Australia, which is really an international hub for business, we got to learn a lot of useful tips in understanding the cultural significances um, in how you build relationships in the business world. 
um, how to navigate those relationships, how to be respectful of your cultural differences and to be aware of them. Because, you know, I think that we often forget that there's a lot of cultural shifts depending on which areas of the world you're in. And it's important to be respectful, especially when you're planning on working with an individual from a completely different culture. And you mentioned before, Australia is a quote-unquote Western country, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, but despite that, did you have any culture shock? I mean, the biggest difference was really the landscape And where I was staying specifically, I don't believe it's the same um, college anymore that I attended. I attended the International College of Management in Sydney. However, it was on this island off the coast of Sydney called Manly. And so there was a lot of crazy wildlife um, lurking around the campus, which was strange to adjust to. Um, But there wasn't really much of a culture shock. The biggest thing was the accents. (laughs) You know, everyone has an Australian accent and you kind of stick out like a sore thumb when you open your mouth. Um, The adjustment had more to do with the activities that we were doing and preparing for long days, as well as the time difference since um, Sydney to New York is 14 hours time difference. So that was a bit of an adjustment. Wow. And please note for anyone listening, um, things with our programs like locations and um, universities and things like that, they can change from year to year. Mm-hmm. And the location did change for Australia. So just keep that in mind. So when you went abroad, you went abroad with one of your friends. Yes. <laughs> but what was the difference between friendship abroad versus friendship at home? Yeah, so actually I, I was lucky enough to travel with one of my friends, Yara, who also worked at the study abroad office. Um, but oddly enough, her and I didn't even hang out that much on the trip um, because we were so overwhelmed by meeting so many new people. I mean, to this day, we still talk about it. Um, but it was interesting to see how friendships developed while abroad because one of the best things about studying abroad is the friendship that you form with your other um, travel buddies um, because those relationships are highly accelerated. Most people, when they go on these trips, don't know each other before orientation um, and everyone is kind of just put into the same situation and you bond differently. You bond on a different level. You're, You're forced to become closer over a shorter period of time just off of the fact that you're in a foreign country, you don't know anyone in that country, the only people you know are the people you traveled with, and you have the commonality of having no idea what's really to come. So those relationships are usually a lot, I feel, a lot more tighter in certain situations, especially when you experience um, something so different as like traveling to a different country. And to this day, I still hang out and talk to a lot of the people from my trip. Um, we have usually like every six months, a little gathering, the girls at least, and we go and get brunch or just catch up. And it's really cool because you get to have this different type of friendship. And those are people I wouldn't have met. They go to other CUNY schools. Um, me and Yara, I think, were the only Queen's College students who went that year. So it was cool to meet people from other CUNY campuses as well. Yeah, so if you're from another CUNY campus, such as College of Staten Island, Brooklyn College, mm-hmm. etc., even non-CUNY campuses, you can participate in our programs. They're open to all undergraduate students, so just keep that in mind. Um, I know you're a very personable person and it's easy for you to talk to people, but do you have tips for people on making new friends? That's a good question. I am someone who 
talks a lot, <laughs> so I don't really have a problem with striking up conversation, but I think that a good tip would be you have to attend an orientation before you actually go on the trip, uh, usually at Queens College, and you get to meet pretty much everyone who's about to be on the trip with you. I definitely say get everyone's phone number, create a group chat, start talking to people before you even go, maybe even plan someone to um, travel with so that you feel more comfortable. Um, add, add them on social media if you have it and just kind of start from there and find commonalities. I mean, it's not hard to find something in common because you have to be pretty adventurous in the first place to want to study abroad. So you can at least count on that. Um, but definitely keeping in contact before your trip is a great tip to make sure that you don't feel as quote-unquote lonely uh, when you arrive. That's a great tip. Um, did you travel anywhere other than Australia? I don't think you did, but where did you go within Australia? Yeah, so actually I unfortunately did not travel to any other place besides Sydney and Manly. Um, but we got to go to the Blue Mountain on one of our excursions, which was really cool. It's like we went hiking this whole entire day. It was 100 degrees Fahrenheit, 40 uh, Celsius. So it was really hot. And of course, we got to see the Opera House and um, we got to go there during New Year's Eve, which was the day that we arrived. So we got to experience um, the world famous Sydney opera house fireworks so amazing can you talk about that because I think that's one of the highlights yeah it was pretty crazy I mean I never really celebrated New Year's Eve as extravagantly as of that year and that was 2018 um, so we arrived on the last day of 2017 however in New York City that was two days before so that evening we were all like okay we're tired we're jet lagged but we're gonna go um, and I'm so glad we went in the end because a few people wanted to stay behind. Um, the only issue with the opera house on New Year's Eve is that people camp out there like days before. So I had to decide between going a little bit earlier and waiting to be closer or to just kind of risk it and go later. I ended up risking it because I wanted to explore the area um, beforehand but it ended up being fine I had a really good view of the opera house and during the countdown then all these fireworks start going up into the sky and it's really beautiful and it's just a really nice experience because there's so many people like there and enjoying it and it's just an iconic moment I mean it's completely it's an iconic image to have in your brain that you experienced you know the the Sydney Opera House fireworks on New Year's Eve so it was really cool and it was definitely a bonding experience with everyone that um, was on the trip and that was the first day so it was really cool to be able to say that we all got to experience that together just on the first night and that's such a great way to start off your study abroad experience totally yeah 100 percent. it was amazing it was so fun what was your favorite thing about studying abroad there are probably a lot of things, but... Yeah, I mean, like I said, studying abroad is an experience that I don't really think can be replicated in any other way. I mean, you could definitely, you know, learn more about the country that you're interested in and try and understand the culture, but being there is completely different. And you get to make these friendships with new special bonds. Um, I think that what you learn is retained boldly 
because you remember everything that you learned since everything was so new. The experience of learning is not only in the classroom, but it's when you're walking down the street, when you're hanging out with your friends, when you're calling your family members back home. You learn so much out of every element on study abroad that you grow as a person, not only intellectually. And of course, um, you know, you create fond memories, beautiful moments, and you get to live independently. You get to live your best life. Can you talk about how differently time passes when you're abroad? Because people might see that the program is three weeks and think, oh, that's nothing. But as we both oh, know, yeah. three weeks in a different country is not like three weeks no. in New York. So can yeah. you talk about that? Yeah, of course. I mean, another thing was the days in Australia were longer comparatively to New York City at that time because uh, it was summer. So the day, the sun wouldn't set till way later, whereas in New York, it would be 5 p.m. You get out of class and it's pitch black outside. So not only in that respect, but when you're abroad, generally, since there's such a huge intake of information, your days are way longer. One day can feel like two days. And it, it's really sad because you adjust, adjust to it at the end of your trip. And that's when you really want to savor every single second and every single moment of the day. And all of a sudden, everything is going by so quickly. And how has study, studying abroad affected your studies or career choice? Well, I will say that, and this is not only for my Australia experience, but for every experience that I've done in studying abroad, it is always a huge advantage when I apply to a job or I apply to a program, especially um, fellowships, because it stands out. It's really something that people look at when they look at your resume or your CV. They see, hey, this person has studied abroad. That means, one, they can probably understand what it's like to adjust to another culture. And also, they're willing to take risks and they're willing to go and explore outside of their comfort zone. Um, and it's, it's a very impressive thing to have, as well as, for me, it definitely solidified. I've always wanted to do something like with my job where I get to travel, like something in diplomacy or somewhere where I get to be stationed in different countries. And Australia definitely solidified that I was interested in traveling in this, in this manner where it wasn't just for tourism, it was something a lot deeper. There was a purpose for me being there. And what were some of the things that you wish you would have done that you didn't get to do or didn't <laughs> even think to do? Yeah, definitely traveling more in the region, um, you know, e.g. like the Great Barrier Reef, Melbourne, New Zealand, um, anything in the area. To be fair, I don't beat myself up too much about it just because um, we didn't have that much free time. I mean, we had a lot of free time during the days after our classes, but we, we didn't have classes on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it would be a pretty short trip. Um, if I did end up going to any of those places. So I'm not too hung up on it. However, it definitely made me want to go back and explore more. Um, but, you know, I, it's fair because I, I didn't really prepare beforehand. And that's on me. So that's definitely something I, I reconsidered on the rest of my study abroad trips was looking at where I would want to go in the region if I could travel during that time. Is there one story that sums up your experience, something crazy that happened or unbelievable oh spontaneous probably one of the happiest experiences I had was um, we got to go to this I forgot what it was called it wasn't necessarily a zoo I want to say it might have been 
Um, but we got to pet um, koalas and feed kangaroos. So that was pretty cool because you it was it was structured in a way that it was like an open zoo. So the 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 koalas were on a tree. So you would go and pet them on the tree. But then the kangaroos were just kind of roaming around. Um, and you could just buy this feed that you could have in a cup and you would put it in your hand and you could just go and feed the kangaroos and they would come up to you and they were super cute. Um, and some of them had like their little babies in their pouches. So it was pretty cool. And we got to feed them and pet them and they were really friendly. Um, and it was just kind of like, wow, I'm really in Australia. Like this is, this is what I came here for. I just wanted to pet a koala and, and I'd be happy. That's so, so amazing. Yeah, it was definitely a really happy moment. And to wrap things up, what advice would you give to people who are considering studying abroad, but they're a little hesitant, they don't know if it's worth the money, they don't know if they can really spend three weeks, a semester, however long abroad, what advice would you give to them? I think you should step out of your comfort zone. And although it can be scary and it can be, and can be intimidating, um, it's really an unforgettable, amazing experience. And actually, there was a girl on the trip who had never left the United States before. And this was her first study abroad program. And she loved it. She had an amazing time. And she still messages me to this day being like, I want to go somewhere else. I want to go somewhere. Um, and Australia is actually a really great place, in my opinion. As someone who has traveled around quite a bit, Australia is probably one of the best places to visit as a new traveler if you're new to the scene because the cultural shift isn't that crazy, but you still get to experience something different um, and your surroundings change and you get to learn more about yourself. Um, but I say do it. I mean, I understand that it's scary, but one thing that also working at the study abroad office was um, one of the biggest regrets of college students is not studying abroad and that would be an awful regret to have. It's a great experience and I understand that it can be expensive but that's why scholarships are available and even if you don't receive a scholarship, comparatively the price is not awful. I mean you're getting three credits so you're getting your, your money's worth out of actually going abroad. It's not like you're spending... 3000 plus dollars to go on a random vacation in, in Australia for three weeks to a month, you're, you're going to get credits, you're actually gaining three elective credits, you're experiencing new things, a new culture, you're learning so much more than just in the class. Um, I think it's, a, it's worth it. I mean, even if it's a little bit too expensive, you know, I've definitely had my concerns at times where I was like, oh, maybe this isn't a great idea. And Money was definitely a restrictive factor in me not going, for example, to like the Great Barrier Reef. Um, however, going on the big trip to Australia, I mean, it, it's 100% worth it. Even if it can be a little pricey at times, I think it's worth it. And, it, and there are a lot of opportunities for you to get funding. Thank you so much. So that wraps up this interview. In our next episode, we'll be talking about Anna's experience in South Africa, so stay tuned for that. Yay. Thanks so much, Anna. Thank you for having me. <laughs> to see our students' beautiful travel pictures, follow us on Instagram, at QCTravels. Like our podcast? Consider leaving us a rating. Visit our website, qc.cuny.edu slash studyabroad to find out more about our programs.